Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Boys Take. I am your host, Cody Griffin. Joining me is my co-host, James Trudley. Thank you very much. How are you doing this morning, Cody? A little low on the enthusiasm energy front, but we're we're here. We're vibing. Vibing? Very vibin'. nice. We're vibing. And uh, quick disclaimer, uh, after the first episode of The Portland Story, people were asking me if the story was true, and... People thought that I was making my cousin Kyle up. That is false. I Those stories are 100% true. Kyle is 100% real. All the stories that we say on the podcast are 100% true. Nothing is made up. Nothing is fibbed or changed. It's all true. Complete, unadulterated, what's happened in our life. Yep, that is right. And some people have also been asking, you know, like, well... If you heard in episode two, uh, Trenton was saying that I wasn't part of the OG group because nope. I didn't go to kindergarten. He wasn't here since through kindergarten. Twelve uh, with Cody and Trenton and Eduardo and some of the other people we've mentioned. So today we're going to give you a little bit of a backstory on not only how Cody and I became friends, but also just some of the funny things that have happened in our childhood. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we will definitely do that this episode do you want to start it so i moved to stanfield from echo which was just a town over in third grade and at this point i wasn't even in the same class as cody because he was in fourth grade at that time Mm -hmm. uh so i was in their reading class all year and cody and i were never really friends we weren't friends up until about sixth grade but we'll get to that. So we really just got to the point to where we wouldn't have became friends if I hadn't skipped a grade. So I was in his fourth grade reading class. You know, I knew who he Mr. was. Big shot here. Yeah. I knew who he was. I knew a lot of the other people in the class, uh, including Elias. Elias will be on the podcast soon. Um, but he was someone who just lived down the road for me and he was one of my first friends here. Um, so basically I skipped a grade and in fifth grade I was in their class. Yeah. So, uh, you know, nothing was really happening. Uh, one of the reasons that I started to get to know James was, uh, in fifth grade, it was fifth grade when you busted your leg, right? No, I broke my leg in third grade, but I was in a wheelchair in your reading class. That's right. That's how I started to take notice. I guess. And then, you know, outdoor schools, outdoor school came around and, you know, when you're there, you're there with like the people in your class and you're like, you're kind of forced to get to know them, you know, cause there's no one else around besides adults. And, you know, as a fifth grader, you're like, adults are really boring. So we don't talk to them. So then we started like talking, hanging out and we played basketball. Like 30 of us were playing basketball on a one sided court, one hoop, like half court. And then we just, like, started to click, I guess. I don't know how else to put it. We just had a bunch of common interests and stuff. So I think that the main reason uh, that we really became better friends than just that was I had this really good friend, Gary, who I met when I was in fifth grade and he was in sixth grade. Because the way our school did it, uh, fifth and sixth grade kind of were combined, but just in two classrooms. But they were still a mix of both. Uh, so I had this friend, Gary, and we were both Tennessee Titans fans. What a shame. 
Okay. You want to talk about the Patriots newest we, move? No, that was in the past episode. That's up being uploaded today, so it's fine. So basically, I had this friend Gary, and Gary was also friends with Cody. Mm-hmm. And Cody, we, we played basketball together. And Cody had this friend Simon, and Simon was also friends with Gary. Simon was the principal's son, so you kind of had to be friends with the principal's son to get good side and stuff like that. So. Cody and Simon were really good friends, and Cody and Gary were friends. And me and Gary were really good friends. He was a friend of a friend of a friend thing, pretty much. And so all four of us kind of were forced to be friends because if we wanted to hang out with one, we had to hang out with the other three. So it would go from just playing football at recess, out back to the elementary, to starting to hang out more uh, until Simon moved away. Yeah, Simon moved uh, after our sixth grade year. His dad took a job at West Park in another elementary school in Hermiston, the you know bigger town in our area, I guess if you could call it that, the next town over. So then it just left me, James, and Gary, and then we were there in middle school, and then we just like got closer, I guess you could say. But then Gary moved away after his eighth grade year, our seventh grade year, because he was a year ahead of uh, Cody, Simon, and I. So then that just left me and Cody, and Cody and I became uh, better friends as time went on. Uh, You know, there were some rough spots, you know, sixth grade basketball. uh, We had a team dinner, kind of like the awards night, if you want to call it that. And uh, so we were playing in the gym while... uh, the coach, Cody's dad at the time, was getting, like, the prizes all together. And I don't remember what it was, but Cody pissed me off or something and started running away from me. So I took my hat off and threw it at him and caught him right in the back of the head uh, with the bill of my hat. Oh, God, yeah, I remember that. That really freaking hurt. So we didn't necessarily start off a friendship on the greatest terms, but as you can tell now, we're doing a podcast together. Uh, things have kind of worked out for the better. Yeah, that, I remember that. That really freaking hurt. I don't know how it started, but I just ran away. And I remember you fucking sniped me with that, and it really fucking hurt. That it was that it was that uh, what hat was Tri City Fever? Yeah, autographed hat. Yeah. Which he, actually, funny story on that. Oh yeah. So that hat, uh, Tri City Fever. It's a, it was a uh, indoor football league about an hour away from us maybe a little less and i had season tickets to it when i was younger because football is my favorite sport still is uh and i just loved watching it in any way possible so i got to meet the players and i got a hat that was autographed by everyone and i only wore it uh very rarely so I went down to the basketball courts in town at the park. Oh, yes. And I left my hat there one day. And come to find out, this person who I was never friends with, uh, I'm not going to name drop anybody, but if you know, you know, uh, he decided to piss in my autographed hat that had the signature on everybody on the team uh, one of the years they actually did good. Mm-hmm. And so that pissed me off. And uh, we'll probably get into it more as we talk about our friendship, but uh, Tri-Cities Fever will come up again. 
Yes. Um, so off of that spiral story there, um, pun intended, football. Um, God damn it. <laughs> um, so six, we, we went back to sixth grade year, right? So seventh grade came. We did we did basketball and football. I guess you could semi count football because you know the line broke. I broke my wrist and I played the like three minutes, right? But that's irrelevant. Anyways, uh, freshman year comes. Uh, we did basketball together on JV. Uh, I did cross country my freshman year. He did football all four years. Uh, sophomore year came around. You know, I died because I had mono. I was gone the whole year, sleeping all day. But, like, in all throughout high school, we pretty much had the same classes, almost. Most We had, like, half of the classes out of our schedule. Together. Yeah, for the most part. Seemed like every year we at least had a couple classes together. Yeah. And then uh, junior came. Uh, you finally decided to I step back on the gridiron. Yeah, I finally made my return to football. Freaking honorable mention, first year playing high school football. That's how goaded I was. Just kidding. Um, we made it. We won two games. We made it to the state playoffs. We got. Mm, I shouldn't say that. We obliterated. Yeah, we just got demolished, obliterated, whatever you want to call it. We got demonetized. Yes. We got wiped off the face of the earth. But that was a really fun game. I enjoyed playing in it because the field was super muddy. Oh. So it was a bitch to play on. But after the game, you know, we're, we wore our white jerseys. Cause, white jerseys. You know, that's what you wear when you're away uh, for the most part in football. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody, you know, after the game, we were all dead tired. And, I mean, we had fun because – they were like kind of a fun team to play against. Yes. Apart from the complete throttling we took. Yeah, so uh we had our white jerseys on. By the end of the game, my white jersey was half brown because of the mud. And because it was like forty five to fifty degrees and it rained before the game, so the field was super wet and muddy at the same time. It's just it made it so much worth worse but at the same time it made it so much better because who doesn't like playing football and like getting dirty and all i that swear stuff? even watching uh the high school play after we graduated i can still see mud stains on the jersey from that game from yes two plus years ago yeah yeah i wore my white leggings that game and those are still brown yep and they still have yep. grass stains too i can't exactly. believe it anyways uh you know that whole year was over uh, senior year comes. We did football again. We don't really talk about that year. Um, we also had like three or four classes together just in the library. Just if you count those as classes. Uh, because our school did something called expanded options where you either work on college classes or online high school classes uh, on your own time, just sitting in the library. And so that was fun. You know, always kept up on the flash. But yep. Kept up on the flash, watched Netflix. You just did whatever, pretty much. Because online classes were just so easy, it the was, way that our school did it. Yeah, and they were just counted as extra credits, too, so it's not like you really had to pass the class anyways. 
because I already had all my credits, so I didn't really need to pass them anyway. So I just sat there and worked on my senior project and stuff. And then, then basketball came, and oh. And so we are a two A school, which is a very small school uh, ranking in Oregon. Uh, so so that our senior year, they finally decided to put the sixth graders with the secondary school. So we had six through twelve, and. The total of 6th grade through 12th grade was like maybe 300. I don't even think it was 300. I think it was just about 300. But through six different grades, there was 300 students. So, yeah, just imagine that. And also because we only had one gym for 6th through 12, in our freaking high school conditioning weightlifting class, we had it at the exact same time as a 6th grade PE class. And that is just super awkward, having a locker room full of sophomores, juniors, and seniors, because our class was kind of like the people who actually wanted to be in weightlifting. The athletes. For the most part. And uh, so, yeah, it was that and sixth graders in the locker room. And then a bunch of smelly, loud, annoying sixth graders. So that was not the greatest yeah, but anyways, uh, continue about your basketball. So, going into senior year, play our football season. I was a captain. I had a good time even though we had one win. But, like Cody said, we're not going to get into too much detail over that. Uh, and so then basketball came around. And for the first time, I think, ever in Stanfield, they decided that they were going to do tryouts. So one of the first times I remember Sharp did it when he was still the voice coach. That's right. But yeah, one of the first times they'd done tryouts because basketball at our school was the one sport that yielded so many kids. Yeah, if you t- showed up, you were just like on the team. Like even if you rode the bench, you just you were just on the team. Like up until senior year, never like any cuts. Yeah. So our coach, uh, we had our week of tryouts. And at the end of the week, uh, he told everyone what team they were going to be on, you know, C team, JV, or varsity. And me and our friend, Lil Dill, uh, Dylan, uh, we were seniors and we'd both played basketball since probably third or fourth grade. Probably. With, you know, a year off here, a year off there. And uh, we both got cut. So I didn't have a senior year of basketball. I got offered to be either on C team or a team manager. But, you know, I'm over it. I'm not even too worried about it. But it just would have been fun to have a senior year of basketball with my friends. Uh, So that was kind of a bulk of the winner of senior year was me working at A&W while all my friends played basketball. Yeah, basketball. But if Cody wants to get more into how the season of basketball went, he can do that. Well, yeah, I could probably go into it a little bit. You know, we've always been like kind of a middle of the pack team, I guess, kind of in between top and middle. We haven't really been, like, at the bottom. So, you know, the year goes by, and, like, next thing you know, it's, like, January, February, like, almost districts. 
and you know we're right in right about fourth or fifth place and just just below the cutoff point and all that uh our friend eduardo uh he got a like a grade three high ankle sprain high ankle sprain yeah going to open gym instead of just not doing that and we lost him and it was like a huge blow to our team i can't believe i'm saying this but he's gonna be like oh i told you so but anyways he was a huge blow to our team because he was he put up good stats and stuff and then we had to adjust after that and another thing so our class our senior class like our athletes we've been playing together we've been playing basketball together since like fifth or sixth grade Mm -hmm. and we've never had a consistent coach our freshman year we had Barros. our sophomore year we had spear our junior and senior year we had bailey we never had a consistent coach all four years we always had to change different game plans different coaching styles and everything so i'm not saying that was the reason we never like went far or anything but i think it was one of the reasons why we never like hit our peak i guess if you call it that because i mean there was definitely skill there you know yeah we definitely had skill uh had decent chemistry but at times you know the chemistry wasn't really there but that's always how it goes excuse me but you know district comes we beat enterprise in the first round no surprise uh then we play grant union next and we're with them at halftime we're down by like maybe four points or something like that and then after halftime we just like shit ourselves kind of i guess and then we lost the game by like 18 points and you know it was a huge devastating loss because that was our last game and we thought we would have gone a lot further than that getting fourth yeah we got fourth in districts but you know that's about it um so I think that's about it for high school uh, because in the spring I played golf and baseball and Cody did track. So uh, we didn't really have any much more there. We all graduated together. Uh, and then for the summer we hung out, but I was working graveyards this summer and Cody was working days. So we didn't really hang out all too much over the summer. Gary came down a couple weeks after graduation, and uh, we all hung out uh, here in Stanfield. And then we also drove to Bend for a day and came back. Uh, but we'll get more into that when we have Gary on the podcast here in a couple weeks when he's in town. Uh, but I think that we should share our first memories of each other. No homo. So uh, would you care to start or should I? You should probably start because I can't remember really. All right. So my first real memory of Cody, and I actually talked about this in my graduation speech, uh, is when we were all out playing wall ball in in elementary school. 
And uh, wait, there's some context to this before this happened because it was the second time. Go for it. So let's see, 2010. I th- yeah, 2010 was when I messed up my teeth. I'll just say that. Um, and then the following summer, so that year, so when I messed up my teeth, I went to the ER the following summer, we went boating and you know, if you go tubing, they have the rope attached to the tube and stuff. And you know, I was pulling it in and somebody like moved on the boat suddenly and it started rocking and I lost my balance and fell back and I hit my elbow on something like, Oh, what the heck that hurt. And I looked up. And I just see, like, the red sea of blood just out of my elbow. I'm like, oh, that's not supposed to be there. And then my mom, like, started freaking out. So then we went to the hospital and stuff. And, you know, they – so apparently it takes three times more the amount to numb me than the normal adult. And I was, like, 11. And it took – three times the amount of numbing shots to numb my elbow to put the stitches on. And, you know, the doctors are there and they're like, oh, hey, he hasn't had his tetanus shot. You want to give me a tetanus shot? And the mom was like, oh, yeah, sure. So they stuck this big-ass needle in my fucking ass cheek, and it really hurt. But that's irrelevant. So, yeah, they stitched up my elbow. I still had my stitches. And this was in, like, August. So school comes. It's like it was September or October, right? It was very early in the school year, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, I remember that. So we're playing wall ball, and if you don't know what wall ball is, there's a ball, and you, like, hit it against the wall, and let's see, what was the other part? Uh, um, you have one bounce to hit it, and yeah. if it hits you and you don't get it to the wall, or if you go to hit it and it doesn't make it to the wall, then you're out. Yeah, you have to make it to the wall before somebody hits the ball to the wall with hence why it's called wall ball so i was running towards the wall and uh, it was are Noel. you gonna let me tell the story because it's my first memory of you or would you like to continue well all i remember is that me and noel like hit it at the same time we both had to go to the wall but you tell your part and then i'll tell how i remember it so i remember playing with them i was probably out at that point because I didn't really become any sort of athletic until middle school, maybe. Just, uh, just I think, eighth grade to freshman summer, right about then. Um, So chances are I was out. So I was standing to the side and saw this happen. And I don't remember uh, if I knew that Cody had stitches or not. But they go to hit the ball at the same time and collide into each other. And Cody hits the ground. And he lands right on his elbow. And so this, he just starts bleeding, you know, a lot. And we're all little kids. So we're like, oh no, we need to go get a teacher or something. The duty teacher. The person who was, uh, you know, watching recess who had no idea what had happened. So that was great. (laughs) And uh, they're like, oh my goodness. And so they run inside and all, all the kids are still outside. And there's another duty teacher out there who's making sure that Cody's fine. Um, but this other teacher comes back out, not with gauze, not with paper towels, but with a fucking diaper that she puts over Cody's elbow Oh yeah. to soak up the blood. And that is 
probably my earliest memory <sighs> of Cody that I can remember is him with a diaper on his elbow. Yeah, so from what I can remember, me and a, another one of our classmates were going to touch the wall. We collided. I hit the ground. My elbow starts bleeding again. I'm like, oh, shit, here we go again. And then I start walking back. You know, my hand's covered with blood. I'm like, hey, uh, my elbow's bleeding. And she goes back inside, and she comes back out, slaps that fucking diaper on my elbow. And then they call my mom. My mom takes me to the doctor, and they're like, fuck it. We're going to super glue it. So they super glued my elbow back together, and now I just have this scar on my elbow. It's really weird. But, yeah. I also have a scar on my elbow, which I keep splitting open even to this day. I actually have a freaking scab on it right now from when I split it open at work a few nights ago. Oh, nice. Um, but mine is super raised because it was just stitches. <laughs> I I remember. I know. I know what my memory of you is. All right, go for it. <laughs> is it me and Nick? Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> I had a feeling that's what it was. <laughs> I think that was when I was still from uh, the year behind you. Because uh, I knew that I was going to skip a grade. <laughs> or no, it was my first year in your class. It was fifth grade year, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, James and Nick, they're like, not to, like... We were both big chunguses. Yeah, they were fucking... They were the units of our class, right? And... You know, whenever there's two people like that, you know, they always, like, have beef with each other. So, well. Hey, hold up. Can, can I tell you how this started? Okay, please do. So, in PE and music class, we would go back and forth each, each day and switch between having PE one day and music the other day. Well, they needed to get everybody's height and weight for it. And, uh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know. I'm this fifth grader and I get weighed and I'm like 160 pounds and I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. I'm a fat kid. Uh, and I was like, okay, whatever. And then Nick gets weighed because Nick would always say stuff like, oh, you're way fatter than me. You're way slower than me. You know, just stupid stuff. Yeah. I'll and another thing I'm going to cut in real quick. When you're a little kid, like, the bigger the number is, the better. Like, you don't think about it. So, James said he weighed 160, and Nick, he's, like, trying to beat 160 as a fifth grader. For, for some reason. For some reason. But he didn't realize how much bigger than that he was. And he gets weighed, and I'm not going to say his exact weight, but it was a lot more than me. And he storms out of the classroom saying that the scale is broken. Yeah. So, we had lunch, and after lunch, we had recess. 15 minutes of recess. <laughs> Are you going to be able to get through this one? I hope so. And, you know, we're all just, like, hanging out at recess, playing wall ball, basketball, whatever. And all of a sudden, I can't remember what I was doing, but I just look over, and I see James and Nick just, like, walking around in circles, just, like, staring each other down, like, Oh shit! Shit's about to go down. <laughs> so, I, 
I tell everyone, I was like, dude, look, they're about to fight. So as like a fifth grader, like whenever there's a fight, you think it's like the coolest thing ever. So we all start to go over. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Hold it together. Nope, this is your story. Okay. So they start like, like quote unquote fighting. Basically just <laughs> running at each other and either just throwing our body weight at each other or pushing each other. And like, uh, the only thing I remember from that is I can't remember who started it, but one of you decided to try to roundhouse kick the That was other Nick, one. And, but his leg went like maybe a foot up in the air. <laughs> But we were still, like, four feet away when he tried that. <laughs> and, I mean, Nick and I somewhat get along now. He lives a few towns over. Uh, he left our class in seventh grade. The eighth, uh, eighth, seventh, eighth grade. Because uh, I know that we fought again in seventh grade during conditioning. Or during P.E., my bad. P.E., yeah. Uh... And we were both on the football team, and he wasn't able to play, and he got uh, in-school suspension, and I was able to play in the football game that day, because it ended with me pinning him against a wall and him kicking me straight in the family jewels as the PE teacher walked in. Into the locker room. I do remember that one. But, oh my god, that roundhouse kick attempt. So, I mean, it kind of humbles both of us to know that our first memories of each other are not our brightest moments or the most flattering moments for either of us. Well, the thing that got me was, is like, when he did it, it was like, Slow motion in slow motion. Like, oh, and at the end, for some reason, okay, I in elementary school, I was like the whitest kid. Oh my god! Like, like I'm, I can actually tan now, but as a teacher was taking him away, he called me a dirty Mexican. Yeah, and I was the whitest of I, white. Imagine the whitest person, the palest person you can think of, and then like. Add, like, three more shades of white to it, and that was James. With, like, brown ginger hair. Brown ginger hair, yeah. Which I still have to this day, but... It's irrelevant. But, dude, that same day you guys raced, I remember that, too. (laughs) That was before the fight. Oh, my God, I can't remember that. But, anyways... (laughs) All right, so to continue on the topic of elementary school stories, Cody, do you have anything else that you would like to share? Oh, I do. Do you remember zombie tag? Ooh, that zombie tag, sharks and minnows, those were the days. Dude, do you remember when we played uh, tackle? I brought my football. We played tackle football, and then... Uh, smear the, uh, you know, sensitive The person? Word. Yes. But I brought my football to school, and we, the teachers, the recess teachers, weren't out there yet at the time. 
So we're like, you know what? We'll play tackle football. You know, as fourth, fifth, and sixth graders, you get into it. You don't realize you don't have, like, any sense anymore. And the teachers were just staring at us. The teachers took my football away for a week, and then they gave it back to me, and then we played tackle football again, and then they took it away from me again. So that was fun. But zombie tag, dude. That, we played that from fourth grade to sixth grade. Didn't we even play it over at the middle school every once we in a did. while? We did. Every once in a while we did, yeah. But the elementary school is where it's at because there was that field to the left. Do you remember what it was called? What? You don't remember? I don't remember, no. Dude, we we dubbed it the Ring of Fire. Oh, that's right, because it had the uh, shot put and discus throwing put, rings yeah, up on top of the everyone else, Everyone got tagged there, too. It was... And then we dubbed it the Ring of Fire, but one memory I have, it was fourth grade. And so I wasn't there. He wasn't there. I was I was running from who was I running from? I was running from Elias or Simon. And uh I circled around the playground set and then I was thinking I could run back inside and lose them. And I turned around to see if they were following me, and by the time I turned back, the fire pole was right in front of me. And I slammed into it full speed, and I got a black eye from it. <laughs> See, I don't remember that. Maybe I remember you having a black eye when I would come into your reading classes. That's Yeah, uh, I did. But depending on what time of year that was, I may have had a broken leg. Yeah, you. I think that might have been true. But the uh, the sharks and minnows, dude. We, we played that all the way into high school. We did. We, we, got, we got our PE teacher... To get us to do sharks and minnows. Even, and then our uh, season going into our senior year for football, uh, there were a lot of wildfires in Oregon. Mm. So the air quality was super bad. So we couldn't like do our summer workouts outside or our summer practices outside or anything. Even into the fall, we had to practice yeah. for games in the gym. In the gym with full pads on. And it was even worse than outside. Um, But... So we would do sharks and minnows to a wrap up in the gym. And as you know, there's always the tryhards. So we were <laughs> in the brand new gym floor because the uh, summer going into our senior year, they had just redone the floors. And this was uh, the main idea of our assistant football coach and the uh, health teacher uh, our junior year. Yeah, And then conditioning teacher and PE teacher, Mr. Reeser. Uh, it was his idea for the floor. So he was really skeptical of letting us play sharks and minnows in the gym, but we did it anyways, uh, just for fun. And you know, there's always the tryhards. Always the tryhards. So yes. there were people who would with shoulder pads, helmets, but no, uh, leg pants. Ooh, no leg padding. Not that day. Not that day. Completely laying people out onto a gym yeah. floor. And so, yeah, if you don't know what sharks and minnows are, is you have the two, you start out with two sharks and you have to run from one side to the other side without getting tagged. All you have to do is touch them. And then the minnow that you touch becomes a shark. And then, you know, you have to get the last one and stuff. Well, these fuckers would just like tackle you on the brand new gym floor and you, they wouldn't touch you. They would literally wrap you up and like throw you down and everything on a brand new gym floor. 
Because to make it so that it was like actual football practice, it would be to a pop. Yeah, it was to a pop, but no one stopped at a pop. We like actually tackled them, threw them on the ground. Or like the juniors and seniors would hit the freshmen and they just crumple. <laughs> yeah. Notably, uh, Sid, yeah. our boy. But Reister got pissed at us, and then the next week we had to. That's when we had to run a lot of laps. A lot of laps. That was a lot of fun. As soon as we could be back outside. As soon as we could be back outside. Oh, dude. Oh, oh my goodness. So, during football, uh, there was this one game where we made sure the bus was clean every time. I was time, just going to talk about that, too. Every time we got back to the high school. But this bus driver must have been Little having bitch. a rough day. Tripping on acid. It might have been her time of the month or something. Tripping on acid. But... While we get off the bus to go play the football game, she decides to take a picture of all the trash that's in the bus and wait until the next morning to send it to the coaches, even though we always, like, our football team was like, leave it better than you found it, whether it was the bus or going out to eat or whatever it was we did. So the bus was completely clean when we got off it. We made sure that we took the trash bags out and everything. Anyways, so the coaches got that picture of a dirty bus and didn't realize that it was the night before, even though, you know, we were telling them the whole time. And I want to say this was our junior year. Mm, yeah, it was our junior year because so, we played Regis. Yeah, so we had to run at least 20 laps for something that wasn't even our fault. Didn't even do. Oh, and do you want to talk about the uh, time in basketball? Where we got disciplined oh, for, for love of crap. listening to a slob on my knob by Six Nine Mafia, and so the only reason that this was an issue was because uh, for that game we traveled with the girls' basketball team because well we always travel with the girls' basketball team because we're poor exactly. Uh, so Cody, you can talk about that one if you want. Well, I'll talk about. The other one, if you want to talk about that one. The monster. Oh. So, the seniors on the team at the time, this was when we were sophomores, uh, the bus was quiet the whole way back until we were about 10 minutes outside of the school. And I only know it's sophomore year because Spear was our coach. Spearinator. And, uh, so he kept telling us to turn it off. The girls' basketball coach kept telling us to turn it off because for some reason they thought it would be funny to play that in a bus with guys and girls, freshmen through seniors, because, you know, why not? And so they kept getting told to turn it off, and everybody was singing along to it, guys and girls included, because that was, like, one of the big songs at the time, and it was funny to sing it. So, the girls got no punishment, of course, but when we got back, the guys had to either do, what was it, four sets of Sweet Sixteens, I want to say, or we had to do a hundred burpees. And if you don't know what Sweet Sixteens are, it's basically running from sideline to sideline 16 times, and then burpees are where you drop down into a push-up position jump back up and keep doing that um you had to do a hundred of them mind you our rule for basketball was that we had to wear dress clothes and yeah. if we won 
then we could switch into comfortable Just clothes. Like comfortable, casual, everyday clothes. But we had lost that game. So we were all still in our dress clothes, you know, dress shoes. We took them off in the gym. And so we were doing all of this in our socks and dress clothes at like 1 a.m. And it was just yeah. miserable, even though, you know, the boys team had to do all the punishment, even though the girls were singing along, too. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of stupid, but not as stupid as this one. Mm. So. So our junior year uh, stuff was going around and, you know, this was like when the hydro flask crap started to skyrocket for some reason so everyone had like a hydro flask and stuff and you know we had some stupid people in our school yeah i guess you could say and they decided to bring mixed drinks and slap them in a hydro flask to school during the school day some uh, malibu rum and a monster and a monster yeah and like the dum-dums that they were, they were laughing and giggling the whole time, passing it around to anybody who they could. To anybody who wanted it, yeah. So, they got caught, and then our basketball coach, because they had uh, seen people on the basketball team who had... Uh, been friend, known to be friends with no, these people associated yeah uh on camera hanging out with them that day yeah yeah so uh, we line up on the baseline it's the start of practice and he just asked us he's like all right who drank from it and you know no one fesses up because no one did it and he kept asking us so then he's like okay we're gonna run until somebody says until the person who says they did it says guy confesses so we did down and backs for half an hour straight without stopping like he wouldn't even let us get water or go to the bathroom or anything just down and backs without stopping we did it for 30 minutes straight then he said all right who's ready to confess no one confessed because no one did it so we did it for another 30 minutes still no one confessed we did it for another 30 minutes nobody confessed because nobody did it. And he still thought that somebody did it. And the end of practice comes. We're like crawling to the locker room. Like it was miserable. No, at the end of practice, we still had to do our free throw things or run lines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have this drill where he picks one person to shoot a free throw. And if they make it, we're good. But if they miss it, we have to run lines, which is... Baseline to free throw and back, and then the half court and back, the other free throw and back, the other baseline and back, like full speed. So we had to do that too. And then that's the end of practice. The next day, he comes, we're on the baseline again. Like half of us are like awake, like standing to see what's going on and stuff. And he's like, okay, so, uh, Got confirmation that uh, none of you guys did that, so all that running I made you guys do for yesterday was pretty much for nothing. But it was good conditioning, though. And uh, so uh, our was would you consider like Scheller the coach or the assistant coach? Who Scheller, like for football? 
Oh, Scheller was our offensive coach. Yeah, so our offensive coordinator, I guess you could say, has this saying, conditioning is a privilege. And it kind of transferred over to all the other sports here on out. So after that, he said conditioning is a privilege. And we always joke about it. Whenever we're running, we just say conditioning is a privilege. But, yeah, we were all pretty pissed because we ran for nothing. And the coach thought it was pretty funny. So I think that's about all that we have to say. Uh, you know, that was a look back at kind of the beginning of Cody Zanai's friendship, uh, especially the younger years. Uh, did talk about high school a little bit, but there are more stories of some things that but, uh, happened in high school mm. and after as well. Mm. So I just want to thank anybody who's listened. And if you've listened to this point, uh, please uh, share it with your friends. Spread the word. Uh, we're getting about 30 to 40 listens per episode right now. And I would love to see more people listening we. to this. We would love to see more people listening to this. And again, just thank you to anybody who's listened to this point. And this has been The Boys Take. We will catch you all in the next episode. Later.